This is Law for Community Workers on the Go, a podcast for community and health workers. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which the recording is made and played and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. I'm joined today on the podcast by Maddie from Mid-North Coast Legal Centre and our conversation today is about traffic fines and the various options that people can take when they receive a traffic fine. Hi Maddie, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Could you please tell us about Mid-North Coast Legal Centre and the work that you do? Thank you, Bridget. Hi, everyone. My name is Maddie and I'm a solicitor at the Mid-North Coast Legal Centre. We are a free legal service. We're based on the Mid-North Coast and we provide legal advice and assistance relating to civil law to vulnerable people in our community. We cover a vast catchment area from Nabiak to Coffs Harbour and we're really passionate about helping people and providing them with the opportunity to know and understand their legal rights and make informed decisions. Part of the work that I do at the CLC is attend a traffic program at Tari Local Court, which is where we provide free legal advice and in some circumstances representation for people who have traffic matters. Thanks, Maddie. Arising from the work that you do at the local court, we're going to have a discussion about fines and the consequences of someone who has a fine electing to go to court. So when we talk about fines, what are we talking about? Yeah, so we're talking about penalty notices and most commonly they are fines issued by police. So that could be for a traffic offence such as a speeding offence or a mobile phone offence. There could also be camera detected offences that um, fines are issued for um, and that is by Transport for New South Wales. There's also parking fines um, issued by the council but most commonly the ones that we see at court are fines for traffic offences. So Maddie, when somebody gets one of these fines, what can they do about it? As in what options are available to them? People can elect for the fine to be determined by a court. There are risks with this and there is a lack of information about the potential implications that they may face by doing this. So that is one option and we really encourage people to get legal advice before they decide to court elect a fine. The other option and the option that has the less amount of risk is reviewing a fine. So that can be done through Revenue New South Wales. It's free and it really is a risk-free option for people. Thanks. And of course, I guess the other option is to simply pay the fine. There is an option to pay the fine, of course. Traffic fines carry demerit points. So once you pay the fine, that triggers the demerit points to be added to their licence. And getting legal advice at that point is also a really good idea because we can advise people about what might happen once those demerit points are applied. Thank you. When somebody chooses to make the court election, what is the process? A court election is made uh, via Revenue New South Wales and that triggers a court attendance notice to be issued. So the court attendance notice replaces the fine At that point, they will receive a court attendance notice in the mail telling them that they have to appear at court on a certain date. 
when they attend court, they have to enter a plea. So that is either a plea of guilty or not guilty. Something that we see the most is that people are court electing their fines because of the impact demerit points are going to have on their license. So they don't want the points to apply because that means that they might exceed their demerit point threshold and then lose their license. The issue is, is that the court cannot consider the fact that they're going to lose their license as a reason to not record a conviction. And this is something that is really misunderstood and people aren't aware of this. So when we tell them that the court can't consider the impact of the demerit points and the subsequent loss of license, they say, well, can we withdraw? And the issue is that under the current legislation, there is no option to unelect or withdraw a fine. So people are facing a real risk of a criminal conviction and or an increase in fine. In your experience, do people who make the court election generally do it because they're facing loss of licence as a result of uh, getting extra demerit points? Yes, generally. That's the most common reason we see people court elect a fine. It's not because they want to plead not guilty. Of course, sometimes that is the case, but usually it's because they don't want to lose their licence. Maddie, in case our audience don't fully understand demerit points, are you able to explain how the demerit point system works? Yeah, so demerit points are penalty points that you receive if you commit certain offences. The number of points that might apply differs depending on the offence. So every driver starts off with zero points and then there are different thresholds for different licence holders. If you exceed your threshold, you will then lose your licence. Maddie, when people appear before a magistrate in court on these matters, once they've court elected a fine, what powers does the magistrate have? If the person is pleading guilty, the options available to the magistrate are either to record a conviction or not record a conviction. The difference between the two is that the court can find a person guilty of the offence but decide not to record a conviction based on a range of considerations such as the seriousness of the offence, their past traffic history, their character and any other subjective circumstances that might be relevant. If a conviction is not recorded, the matter is dismissed, which means there is no fine and it won't appear on their criminal record. Sometimes the person can be released under a bond, which means that they have to be of good behaviour for a period of the bond. If the person is unsuccessful in seeking leniency of the court, however, and the magistrate does not dismiss the matter and decides to record a conviction, it means that the fine can be increased significantly and they will receive a criminal conviction. So because of these risks, it is really important for people to get legal advice before they decide to court elect. If the person is intending to plead not guilty, they should also get legal advice first. What steps can someone take if they've received a fine that carries demerit points and consequently they are likely to lose their licence? First of all, we would encourage people to get legal advice. There are many free legal centres in New South Wales where people can contact for advice. In terms of what steps they can, as we've spoken about, court elect a fine, depending on what licence they hold depends on what other alternatives there are. So if you hold a provisional licence, you can appeal a licence suspension. For unrestricted licence holders, they can elect for a good behaviour licence 
this is a 12 month license that carries two demerit points. So what that means is that if you exceed the two demerit point threshold within a 12 month period, your license will be suspended, but it will be suspended for double the original period. So there are risks with that as well. Maddie, what is the difference between making a court election and appealing a license suspension? That's a really good question. Court electing a fine is a criminal matter. If you are unsuccessful, you may be convicted and the fine can be increased. Appealing a license suspension is appealing an administrative decision by transport to suspend your license. You still have to attend court. You are still being heard in front of the magistrate, but if you are unsuccessful, there is no risk of criminal conviction. There is no risk of the fine. The outcome in that circumstance is that the appeal is either allowed or dismissed or dismissed and varied, which means that the suspension period is varied to a lesser amount. So it's less risk for provisional license holders. Sometimes it is the best avenue for them to go down rather than court electing a fine. Maddie, for unrestricted license holders, am I correct in saying there is not the possibility of appealing a license suspension? For exceeding the demerit point threshold, that is correct. There is no option for them to appeal. There are limited circumstances where an unrestricted license holder can appeal a suspension, but it is not for a demerit point suspension. And the only option then available is to apply for the good behaviour licence, is that correct? That's correct, yes. Maddie, what would your suggestion be for people if they receive a fine and they're considering making a court election because the fine carries demerit points? First of all, I'd suggest they get legal advice. I think everyone's circumstances are different and sometimes it is the best option for them to court elect a fine. Sometimes it's not. So I think the most important thing for people to get out of this is being able to make informed decisions. Um, about what's best for them and really they should get legal advice to be able to make that decision. Making a court election can have negative consequences for people that they don't realise at the time they make that choice. So it's best for people to get advice so they fully understand what choice they're making. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Something that we see very often is at court, people haven't gotten legal advice beforehand. The first time that we see them is at court. We advise them of the risks. We advise them of the potential outcomes. And the first thing they say to us is, I want to pay the fine. I want to withdraw. But unfortunately, it's just not an option. So they'll either seek leniency and in some circumstances, luckily don't get a conviction recorded, but there definitely are circumstances where the court does record a conviction on them. Maddie, can you provide an example of a client that you've assisted for whom the court election wasn't a good choice? Yeah, this is quite common. Um, We've had a client who was on a P2 licence Uh, So that's provisional two. They have a demerit point threshold of seven. He court elected a speeding offence, which carried four points for him. And he already had four points on his licence from a previous speeding offence. So once he paid this fine, he was then going to lose his licence for three months, having exceeded the threshold. He didn't obviously want to lose his license. So he court elected. He didn't get legal advice. The first time that we saw him was at court. He court elected on the basis that he was going to lose his job if he lost his license. So when we looked at his record, we could see that only six months prior, 
he had successfully appealed a license suspension for exceeding his demerit point threshold. So he'd already been given leniency of the court in that circumstance. When we informed him of the potential outcomes um, for court electing, he wanted to withdraw and cop the suspension. But unfortunately, the legislation doesn't allow for this. So we had to proceed. And because the court couldn't consider the impact that losing his licence would have on him, and due to his poor traffic history, having, you know, incurred a significant amount of points in the last year, the fact that previous leniency had been granted, the court imposed a conviction and he was also fined. So had he received legal advice prior, we would have advised him of the risks and he would have been able to make an informed decision. In your view, Maddie, is there an argument that there should be some reform to the fines legislation so that people have the choice to unelect or withdraw once they've received legal advice? Yes. From our experience um, and conversations with other community legal centres, we think that there is an argument for that. And we would like to see change to the Fines Act to incorporate a provision for people to be able to unelect their fines being heard in court. Maddie, what would your main message be to people who receive a fine? First of all, it would be to contact a legal service and get legal advice. There is a lack of information about the implications regarding court electing and we really just want people to make informed decisions about whether or not court electing is the best option for them or if another alternative is better suited. Thank you. And we'll include in the show notes some links to places where people can get legal advice or get a referral to a community legal centre or to law access where they can get information about their options when they receive a fine. I'll just mention, Maddie, that on the Law Access website, there are some guided pathways that have been created to assist people get an understanding of what their options are when they've received a fine. There's one called Fine Fixer and there's another guided pathway about traffic offences. So that might be a good starting point for people when they receive a fine to get a little bit more information about their options and then, of course, to seek legal advice if they're unsure what is the best option for them. Yes, of course. No, I agree. Law Access is a fantastic website. They're all the questions I had for you today, Maddie. If there's nothing else you'd like to add, then I'll say thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much, Bridget, and thank you to everyone who's listening. That's all for this episode today. Thank you for joining us. You can find other podcasts in our Law for Community Workers series wherever you get your podcasts.